Wow. Welcome back to the pod, guys. This was such a fun, like warm. Yes. I just, I feel like I have the warm fuzzies. Me too. I'm in such a good mood right now. We really, I feel like I just and we came a in hot ginger tea, you know, like warming. Yes. And you're like, and no, the, I don't know. The, the three about. of us had some tea to discuss upon entering and we came in hot and now we, I left just warm, fuzzy tea drinkers. Guys, we just had Kelsey Kreppel on. The absolute light of our lives. She's so lovely. We're so honored that she came on the podcast. She is truly one of the nicest people I've ever met in just Absolutely. like such an authentic and kind and real yes. way. This was such a breath of fresh air. I felt like I knew her immediately. This was my first time meeting her. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we've been friends for years. Like, Oh, yeah. It, we it were talking sh- for how long before you were like, oh, by the way, I met yeah. her. Like, you guys were <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. I knew that was going to happen. Big Libra yeah. energy in today's pod. Ah, the Libra energy. But if you guys don't know, which, what rock? How do you not? Over, it's fine. Exactly. Get your ass on YouTube. Kelsey is a preschool teacher turned full-time our favorite YouTuber and podcaster. She's the yep. host of the Circle Time podcast, which you can find on cutest YouTube name. and anywhere else you get your podcast. I know cutest name ever. And she also has her own YouTube channel, which is wildly successful and makes complete sense because she is just such a dream. She's amazing. She's a light. She's an absolute light. And she just hit 1 million. She burr, did burr, just burr. hit 1 million. The most well-deserved. We talked about so many things. I, I feel like, Meadow, you and I planned out this oh, conversation. Wow. And we hit a lot of stuff, but the conversation just fucking flowed. Yeah, we a lot of times you and I are like very excited about questions we make for people and really want to mm-hmm. hit them in order. And you're so right. Like the whole time it, it felt so organic and natural. And it speaks to her personality so much, you know. I know. She's just so easy to talk to. But we so did. We, we talked, covered a lot. We talked. Do you want to tell him? No. Tell him. You tell him, baby. We talked a lot about meditation and kind of the changes it can make in your life and the perspective it can offer. We talked about identity stuff, going from being a preschool teacher to moving into content creation. We talked about comparison. Fear. We talked about comparison. We talked about the comfort zone. Oh, we talked a lot about the comfort zone. I like that combo. A little bit about manifestation. We mm-hmm. hit a lot of stuff in here, baby. We hit a lot of stuff. It was really great. We talked about anxiety and spiraling and overthinking. Boy, did we. We know a thing or two about that. We sure do. It was really just <laughs> such a beautiful, fun episode. We could talk to Kelsey yeah. forever. I feel like I say this a lot when guests come on. When we finish, we're just like, oh, we could please come back anytime. We could talk to you forever. No, and I've never meant it. it more. I'm A, never meant it more. But B, I'm going to toot our own horn really quickly. We are so lucky that the guests that we've come on, I feel like it's because, you know, and you attract what you put out and just to like yeah, give us, you know, what, what was she I saying? Said that episode give, too. Giving us our flowers, you know? Yes. Like, yes. Give the flowers. I, I just feel like the guests that we've been able to get on TMV, like it's just is so aligned and these people yeah. are so wonderful and I'm so grateful for them taking the time to be vulnerable with us and show up authentically. And this was such a totally. beautiful representation of that. So if you needed the warm and fuzzies today, this one's for you, baby. We love you, Kelsey. Thank you for coming on. We love you, Kelsey. Enjoy the episode. I'm a double Libra. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But I don't know what the other one you is. You just text us your birth time after this and we'll consult. Yeah, just <laughs> let me know. I feel like it's like two, like double Libra and like Pisces, perhaps. Cute. But I might have just completely made that one up. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll circle We will back. find out. Okay, yeah, let me know. I'm, and then tell me like what it means because I don't know. We have a resident witch in the house, my good friend Michaela. So mm-hmm. if you ever want to know, she will, she'll do the whole deep I, dive for you. I would love to know. Our Patreon fam knows because she has done tarot readings on Patreon. The first time that I ever met Michaela, it was on FaceTime. And she read like all of our birth charts for us and gave us the whole. Oh my God, that is so And she also, I met her working at NAMI. So she's a mental health professional. So she's not going to tell you in a way that's going to stress you out or be weird or like, she'll she'll give you the good, the good lens with it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, Thank you for being here. We have been so excited to do this. Thank you for being so flexible with us canceling every five seconds. Please. I am so excited to be here. This is like, this is the best. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. Also, I wanted to tell the people how we met because I feel like it makes sense 
in the context of first of all your libra energy and also because there was big <laughs> libra energy that night going on uh-huh. but also just in the context of what we were talking about before we pressed record which we uh, won't share but like mm-hmm. just nice people in los angeles because and it's the most iconic me cute of all time like this is a good it really fucking is. story <laughs> it is yeah, a, it was a good is night. really it was a great night mainly because i met you guys like that was yeah it was just fun no, that's that's why I'm saying it that way. It's yeah, it's okay. Truly, like okay. So for the people listening, yeah, Kelsey and I met probably I don't know, maybe like it was a while ago. It was probably like six months ago. It was probably like six months ago. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And Teffy was in town, and Time as flies. Teffy does, she swoops in. I get a text. Hey, I'm going to this event tonight. Do you want to come with me? I'm like, sure. I'll tag mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. Love being her plus one. We go to an event, and it's a very LA fashiony event. And her and I both going into it, we're like, we're not really in a social mood, but she had to go for work. When is Steffi not in a social mood? Yeah. These events stress (laughs) us out. We're going to sit in a corner. Yes. So we get there. We find a corner. We see two other people that Teffy knows. And she's like, they're nice. They're chill. Like, let's just sit with them in a corner because everyone else is mean and staring at us. So we just Mm -hmm. go sit in a corner. And then we see these two people come up. They're like, hey, do you mind if we sit with you guys? And we were like, oh my God, of course. Like also you're so friendly for even coming up and saying hi, whatever. You guys sit down. We spend the whole evening together. We get introed, whole thing. The night ends up turning. Doja Cat ends up being there. Mm-hmm. We're having like the coolest smoke circle of all time that wasn't a smoke circle, but like could have right. been. Right. Wait, Kelsey, you have to tell your side of the night though. Well, I mean, it's very similar. <laughs> like <laughs> Cody got invited to this event and... Like it was a, it was a cool event. Like I feel like a lot of times it was a cool event. I'm giving, I need to give her credit. We either like don't go to stuff or just are lazy or whatever. And it's intimidating also to go to stuff like that. And so, yeah, but we were like, okay, this seems cool. Like we should, we should put ourselves out there and go to this thing. And we get there and like, same thing. We didn't know anyone and didn't felt really intimidated, like talking to people. And it was just, and my, my feet really hurt because I was wearing heels and I just like, Oh yeah. You were in big heels. I was wearing heels. Yeah, exactly. And so I like, if I'm sitting somewhere, I can usually stay for a long time. As long as I'm like comfortable, I'm fine. People watch, vibe. Yeah. So we were sitting in the corner and I was like, okay, Cody, we've been sitting here for a really long time. Like we should get up. Like we, we got here, we took one picture and then we sat in that fucking corner and I was like, we should get up and like, maybe, Make a lap. We'll, maybe we'll say hi to someone. And he was like, okay, fine. <laughs> so we stand up for literally like a minute and a half. And within that period of time, that's when you guys went over and sat. Like it, there was like barely any, like you guys, we just had just missed you. And then I was like, okay, no, let's go sit back down. And I was like, there's people in our corner now. So like, oh no, that was, your, it was where you guys were sitting. Yes. And I was like, okay. Oh. And I was like, no, it's fine. I had seen like Teffy's videos. Mm-hmm. Like I knew who she was. So I was like, she seems nice online. Yeah. So like, let's just go sit over there and hopefully they'll be nice in person. You know what I mean? So I was like, let's just I thought sit. you had known Teffy. So you didn't we know had never met. Either. No, okay. we had never met. Okay. I, had, I had seen like, her videos, but I had never, sure, we'd sure, never sure. met. And unfortunately, a lot of times you meet someone who you see online that you think is going to be nice, and they're not really that nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it was, it was a shot in the dark. But luckily, sure, she was obviously super nice. And then we met Gabby, and everybody just like got along really well, and it was like genuinely fun, and it felt like we were hanging out with actual friends. And then the night took a turn and we didn't want to leave. And it was we were there until the lights turned on, basically. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was very fun. And then and then we could all of you get out of your comfort zone numbers and off. We took a Pilates class together. Yeah. (laughs) We took we took a hot Pilates class together, which was also out of my (laughs) comfort zone because I hate workout classes. Do you? I just get really scared Mm -hmm. to work out in front of other people. I understand. They're a different beast in LA. Like, I'll do them down here because there's nobody to run into. In LA, I feel like there's a lot of... Especially at Pop Pilates. I feel Wait, like every time Gabby you? goes... San Diego. Okay, I thought so. Every time Gabby goes to a Pilates class, I feel like I hear someone new that you have seen there. You know what I mean? That I, I understand that. Yeah, it's, it's scary, you know? Yeah. And also, it's yeah. like, 
I, there was one time where I took a workout class and like the coach in the class after was like, by the way, I watch all your videos. I love you. And I was like, that is so embarrassing. (laughs) I was just, I was just struggling so hard. Like you had to tell me every single modification to do. And now you're going to tell me, like, you couldn't have told me before. I was so embarrassed. I was like, this girl, she'll never watch my videos again. She, I'm like. No, <laughs> she probably loves you more now. She no, definitely got the yeah. No, I think she got the egg. <laughs> for sure. There's no, there's no fucking way that somebody can meet you in real life and then get the egg. Absolutely not. It was too vulnerable. That's really kind. I get that. You though, did not yeah. see me in this class. I was too vulnerable. <laughs> it was not cute. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, yeah. I mean, like I've heard you on the, on the podcast say like a student's dad was like, so yeah. you YouTube video coming out. Oh yeah. I really rough. hated that one. That was, that was, that's that rough. was too much for sure. Yeah. But it was the dad. Yeah. That's worse than the Pilates instructor. 100%. 100%. That is 100%. Wait, wait, you got to tell me that story. I mean, I was, I was subbing at the time. So okay. I was like in this class. It's like I had worked at the same school since I was like 19. I started working there when I was in college and worked there full time. Elementary? uh, Preschool. Preschool. And yeah, so I worked there full time for a long time. And then once I started doing my videos and stuff, I just went back to like sub and work there however I could. So I was subbing and, you know, I don't, when you're subbing, you don't like know any of the parents or the kids really even. So Mm -hmm. I was just kind of there and I had been there for like a week, like subbing in this class. And the dad, this dad, like he was a nice guy. It was, it, he was nice. No, sure. Um, yeah. But it like, Still horrifying. his kid like needed kind of like a slower drop off. So he would kind of come and stay for 10 minutes every morning before leaving. And so I, I'd see him in the mornings and we'd casually small talk. And then like Friday of that week, like we were like standing there and he's like, so when are you post your next video? And I was like, never again. Am I going to another video, actually? Thank you for asking. Like, I literally was like, what never. do you mean? Oof. It's just like so embarrassing because it's my videos, I'm not making like content not for the demo. kids. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so mm-hmm. I do not need you watching me like walk around my house in my pajamas and like talking about like right what I'm what I'm gonna wear that day for dinner like I just don't need you to know that you know 100% so I felt really weird about that and hopefully he's not listening (laughs) (laughs) he like watches every piece of content that you put out Wow. How long did you sub in, make content at the same time? Like, how long was your overlap? Uh, ju- I pretty You're much, like, that day I, I quit. Yeah, that was my last day. <laughs> um, no, I. this is the first school year that I haven't worked at, at the school. So I Whoa. guess it's like end of, almost the end of the school year, I guess, now. But so this is like my first year not doing it. Did you, you miss were doing it? online classes for Zoom, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was doing that and then I went back you know, in person and just helped my boss in like the office and stuff like that. And then she moved to Oregon and it's like not really something that you can like explain to a random boss. Like she's known me for forever. So she got Mm -hmm. it. Totally. Like I can't just like apply for another like subbing job and be like, by the way, I make YouTube videos and I'm a (laughs) podcaster, but I would love to pop in every once in a while. Like it just doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to stop and I do miss it, but I think like teaching was always like the comfortable thing for me. Like I Mm. always knew I wanted to, like, I never, I majored in child development. I knew I was going to be a preschool Mm. teacher. It always just made sense. And like doing this kind of stuff was always the scary thing. And so I think I Mm. would, would fall back on the preschool teaching job just when this got like a little too real. And so I had to be like taken out of that in order to like fully jump into this okay we got to talk about this i love that and we have comfort zone combo right now yes i'm big in the comfort zone combo and i know you're recently anti-manifestation so like getting out of your own way removing block there's a lot to unpack here but But we're getting ahead of ourselves we're getting ahead of ourselves (laughs) we gotta start with what you're unpacking okay before we jump in we ask every guest when they join us what they're unpacking which is like whatever you're working through right now it can be as light as you want it to be 
Teffy's was literally taking a shit in front of my new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then we have okay. other people talk about like what they worked on in therapy this week, you know, as light or oh, heavy God. as you Wherever your heart takes you. Yeah. Wherever my heart takes me, I... <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, this is a really tough question. I should have thought harder about this. First but I oh no, we really... don't tell people. So yeah, I don't like, even worry. We didn't spring it on you. Sorry. But, well, oh my God, I don't know, you guys. This is really tough. Hang on. Can I have like one more example of something someone said? Sure. Like, yeah. what realm, sh- like, what? Just anything. Oh, it runs the fucking gamut. Like we've had someone talk about my, my mentor came on and talked about like fatherhood and going like kind of your middle of life and adjusting what your dreams look like and working through what that means for you. We have people talk about identity and kind of like Mm -hmm. moving into a new job, getting out of your own way. We have people literally say, I can't take a shit in front of my boyfriend. We have. Okay. What else, Gabby? Oh, somebody came on and was like, I'm physically unpacking because I'm I just moved. Yeah. Or like I got back it, from a trip. You really like, can make it lighter. I mean, heavy yeah, as you want. Literally. And also like our solos are always just me and Meadow saying this back and forth. So it let the listen. We the are world just is happy my you oyster. Are here. Okay. The world is your oyster. Well, I do have to literally unpack a suitcase and I've been putting that off forever, but it won't be mine. I think recently what I've been really thinking about is like where my life is going now that I'm like married Mm. and like Mm -hmm. with starting a family and still being young and fun, but also like entering a new chapter as like a mom eventually and like a mom or, or a wife and all of that and like what all of that means and how to combine my this because I feel like when I when you get married like it's like there's this life and then there's like the next one and it's like I want to figure out how to like make sure that I keep Mm. those two in sync how different does it feel it does not feel that different Mm. right now at all people treat you differently though huh maybe in a better way like more in just a way that's like it's and for Cody and I too it's like it's so solid like it's like we're literally spending the rest of our lives together and like we're making like a conscious effort to make that choice and that Mm -hmm. it feels really strong and it doesn't feel that different like right now like things do not feel different at all but it's more just like when we enter that next phase of like Mm -hmm. parenthood and stuff like how that's going to change and how to still do everything that we want to do as not parents and be good parents at the same time. And it's like, I'm not Mm -hmm. pregnant. Like we're not having a baby anytime soon, but like, it's still just something that's like, it's the next next step. I don't know. So I feel like, and like, you know, we're entering the phase where a lot of our friends are starting to get pregnant. And like, I'm just, Oh my God, everybody is pregnant. Yeah. Everybody's pregnant. Yeah. All and of Gabby's best friends are now engaged. Like it's it's literally it's like our, like three of my best friends are engaged. I'm 29. Uh, 29. You guys are the okay, same, same age. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, duh. Libras. Yeah. Okay. 29 and a half. There we go. There we go. Wait, when's your when's your birthday? October 18. Okay. When's your, when are you? September 24th. Oh, oh you're, you're right, right after right Maddie. Maddie. Oh, when's Maddie? Oh, the 27th. 23. No? 27. Oh. oh, Riley's 23. Maddie's 27. Fuck. Maddie's 27. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. Edit like that. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. I'm like, okay, edit that. She'll be mad. <laughs> She'll never know. She will never know. Okay, wait. I like that you brought up marriage stuff because we had so many questions about it, which first of all, congrats. Your wedding was beautiful. Oh, you looked thank you. unreal. Thank you. Unfucking real. I was thinking a lot about that conversation too because we're big Desi Perkins fans over here. Meadow sent me one of Desi's recent videos and she was talking a lot about how your life changes after a kid and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, just the idea of like prioritizing yourself because you and Cody were living together prior to getting married. Yes. For how long? Pretty much our whole relationship. We moved in together like Adore. six months into dating. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Which also, by the way, I think that your love story... Okay, let me start here. Let me start here before <laughs> I get ahead of myself. Let me start here. Okay. Your guys' love story is... Because I know you've told me the story. You've talked about how you guys met openly. Yeah. You shared the story. That is, to me, the definition of trusting your intuition. 
Thank you. The way I, that you guys I met. Think- Wait, I don't know the story. Can you just tell me a sweet and condensed version? We met through mutual friends. The girl I was living with at the time, a friend of mine from high school, was kind of seeing one of Cody's friends from college. I just remember meeting Cody and it was just like everything, all of like the stuff that worked me up inside kind of just like quieted down. And like, I felt like I, for like not being like the cheesiest person in the world, but like, it felt like I was like home when I was like talking to him and like my mind, everything was just calm. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I knew right then that that like he was who I wanted to be with. And I think we both had very similar thoughts and feelings on that. And it was just like, when you know, you know, and we very quickly after that started, uh, started dating. I love that you say the calm thing because I remember you said that to me the night that you and I first met. Yeah, we I remember saying that Yeah, we were both definitely drunk. Yeah. We were both definitely drunk, but you, I, I just started dating. Or like, I mean, yeah, it was the first couple, it was, the first it was, few it months. It was early on, yeah. We were like two, three months deep. Yeah. And, and you were like, does he make you feel calm? Like, yeah. do you feel like you're like at home? And I was yeah. like, funny you should say that because it's exactly what you said to me when we started dating. <laughs> but... Yeah, I just I like the story of the way that you tell it because it's just a very good example of you being very tapped into your intuition. Is that something that you feel like guides you in other areas of your life? I think so. I've actually kind of struggled with that a bit because I think there have been times in my life where I have I've had a gut feeling about something and it's proven to be true, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's about like an ex-boyfriend Mm-hmm. Or an ex someone dating someone else and I had a feeling this was happening and I ended up being right or whatnot. And so that kind of like turned into me getting confused with like overthinking and like oh, am I, I overthinking that. or is this like a gut feeling? Like yeah. because because my intuition and because my gut feelings were so right about these things, like instead of being able to separate like what's my anxiety like going crazy and what I'm overthinking about, I turn into like, no, that's a gut feeling. So it's right. So I'm going to freak out about it. But it's like, I have no, there's no reason why that's right. So I feel like my intuition is right a lot of the time, but there are times when it's not intuition, it's just anxiety. And I try to make it seem like it's intuition so I can try and protect myself, even though I don't need to be protecting myself from certain things. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. I feel that. I saw a TikTok once that some girl said, I sometimes mistake my intrusive thoughts for premonitions. And I That's literally exactly like- it. That's exactly I just, it. I saw that and was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. that pipeline is, it's like where you feel it in your body almost. And then yeah. if you're- if you don't make the space to connect with your body, then you don't really understand where it's coming from. So you really yeah. like just don't know. It like totally. is it coming top down or down up? I told, yeah. that pipeline is right it's, on the fucking it's edge, tough. baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm better now, but it's not easy to like Mm-mm. quiet those intrusive thoughts and like they're literally like it's like my intrusive thoughts battling with like my gut feelings and I don't know. Yeah. And like yeah. It's scary to rule something out as an intrusive thought, like, because then my mind's like, well, but what if it's not? Like, it's just like this, like, Mm -hmm, constant, like, battle that I've definitely gotten better with because I can at least, like, recognize it now and, like, stop it before it gets crazy. But there was a period of time where it was a struggle for sure. What about, because aren't you a recent meditator? Has that kind of helped create space for you? That actually has really helped. How'd you get into it? My friend, honestly, it like one of my friends who I've been friends with since college, she, her and I are, you know, pretty similar and she's kind of like fiery and honest and she, she's just the best. And her and I are similar in that sense, I think a lot of the time. And there was this situation that I think how do I put this? Like I, I tend to, and I know I shouldn't, I, but I do like, I hold grudges that I probably shouldn't hold. Or if someone has scorned me or someone I love, I am, they're like, were we not just talking about this? Gabby? We were, yep. My enemies <laughs> yeah. are Meadows enemies and it's Meadows true. enemies are, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's, it, yeah. it's something I know I need to work on, but like, I just, 
it's it's hard for me. And she is she had a similar situation that like was kind of always bothering her. And and I it's not a sit like we they're not the same situation at all. But it, I have something that always like just makes me so mad and mm-hmm. heated. That same experience, yeah. And yeah, and she was just telling me like you know that doesn't really like bother me as much anymore. I just started using the Calm app and I just started meditating and <laughs> that's like helped me like insane. And I was like, really like that. That's helped you. And and she's not the kind of person that would like normally say something like that. And so mm-hmm. I was like, if you can let go of yours, maybe I can let go of mine if I start meditating. And so I was like, if if she can do it, Hannah, shout out Hannah. And I said, if Hannah can do it, shout then I can do it. And I've literally just been using like the Calm app and not that like I do like really wow. short ones. But like yeah. Yeah, even just like connecting with my mind and like Yep. It really has helped in a way that I never yeah. thought it would. I always thought it was like kind of fake, but it's not. Yeah. Oh, no. you, listen, you're preaching to the you. choir over here. We're big, okay. yeah, big fans. Yeah, big fans, but also like, I'm definitely someone the same thing where I'm like, how, like, because I read books, right? We're like, okay, you read somebody Are you talk like, about the tools? <laughs> No, of course. I'm screaming about the tools right now. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm so sorry because it's all it was, I sound you're like. You're literally fucking... me with the surrender experiment, except now it's you with the tools. No, like they should hire me as their publicist. But yeah. I was gonna bring up the surrender experiment. Because you read something like that, and like for context, for if anyone hasn't read it, like he's talking about meditating in a way that like this man transcends to like a different fucking planet and just walks around like floating on a cloud, essentially. True. And I like read stuff like that and I'm like, could never be me. could never be me yeah and so then but I understand it but then when you actually start meditating and you get into a flow of it you're like okay maybe that's still not me but like oh wow do I hear myself or oh wow am I calmer Mm -hmm. oh wow am I like out of this maze of thinking yeah yeah I think it like has just helped kind of stop the spiraling like those are like usually the ones that I listen to is just because I am like a big overthinker a big spiraler and I think hearing someone else be like you start to spiral you stop and you take a breath and like you don't need to go enter a completely different universe just like take a Mm -hmm. second and like Mm -hmm. recognize what's happening and acknowledge it and then leave it and like that in and of Mm -hmm. itself has helped me so much it's the space to see thoughts and emotions as separate from you because they are separate from you. Right. And then when you see that space, then you don't get wrapped up in the narrative or the story they're telling you and you don't spin yeah. into it. Right. Because you're like, wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait, I'm just taking one second to notice the difference between us. Exactly. And then it's so yeah. much easier to like kind of let that go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that people are talking more about meditation in this way and that we're seeing so many people like you, Kelsey, being like, oh, I'm trying it and I was a skeptic and whatever because I think with so many self-care or mental health care, whatever you want to call it, type of activities at least for me I saw this kind of like line of like how I would say with the surrender experiment of like oh the the woke ones and like the woo-woo ones and like the you know the people who like actually do it right like they're over here Mm. and they're in a group that I can't join like it feels so far away yeah and so I love that things like the calm app and things like the tools book they provide very practical and digestible and almost like it's normalized without even having to have the conversation of having it normalized. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And mm-hmm. I'm loving, I'm loving the shift because it really is that. It's not this thing that is not tangible. Like we can all, also meditation doesn't need to just be like, we talk about all the time. Like it doesn't need to be sitting there. I was just going to say You this. know, for X amount of time, it could be like, you know, when you're watering your plants in the morning or like- yeah. I think everyone does it without knowing what it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Exactly. If you're and in a I, flow state, if yeah. you're editing, if you're painting, if mm-hmm. you're- it's, Go ahead, it's just just a lot less intimidating than you think it's going to be. And like, I was yeah. always like, it's just not for me. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't get it. And I don't want to do it. But then it's like, I was even just like, just like downloading the app alone. Yeah. Like I was like, what is this going to be like? And then it's like not intimidating. And it's like five minutes and it helps. It's five minutes helps. Like anything helps. Yeah. And it, when I was like very skeptical of that at all before. So yeah. I recommend it now to anyone. Love it. Going back to what you were mentioning about identity stuff, Mm. you obviously did a very big shift, right? From you were saying before, like you were working at the same school since you were 19, you studied child development. That was kind of the path. And then you decided to pivot. What was that pivot like? 
when did you know, okay, it's time for me to let this go? Because you were saying you you would fall back on the comfort zone. Of the safe yeah. space versus, mm-hmm. did you, and did you secretly know now in hindsight that you kind of always wanted to do something separate? Like how did that, how did you, you know, how did you confront your real feelings on that? I, I think that I needed to be like forced out of it because mm. I like, when I first was like financially able to support myself with making YouTube videos full time, mm-hmm. I decided to stop teaching. And I told my boss, like, if you ever really, really need a sub, I'll come. But like, I don't want to, don't want to be there. I don't want to do it anymore. And mm-hmm. I like, I missed it so much and like felt just kind of like lost and wasn't fully confident in making content and missed it there. And and I kind of felt like I wasn't, because you're when you're teaching, you're really helping. Like, I felt like I was doing something for the community when I was teaching. Mm-hmm. And then when I stopped, I felt like I wasn't doing anything to help anyone anymore. And oh it like God. made mm-hmm. me yeah. just kind of like feel sad. And I missed it. I missed everything about it. So I went back because I was able to figure out a way to do both and I wanted to. But right when I went back and I was doing it like it was still part-time but I, you know, had a class and I was had I was a I was a full-on teacher still. I in the back of my mind was like kind of a, mad at myself like because like, I didn't mm-hmm. just yep. do it. Yep. I was like driving to this job, driving to this school. I was kind of just like this making all these inconveniences for myself when like I just because it felt safe there mm-hmm. then I realized just from like reading my comments and getting dms and stuff I realized that I actually was making a difference in people's lives yeah. and helping like a greater community than just yeah you know 23 year olds which I think is still one of the most amazing things you can do but like I just realized that I was still helping people when I thought that I was losing that part of me, I actually wasn't. Knowing that made it easier, but like I also struggled. I think I think the reason I needed to be forced out of it was because I never wanted anyone that I had known before I started this life to be like, oh, she she just left us, left us yeah. in the dust over here at the school. We're all still doing the same thing, and she's just out there. She doesn't care. Because that's not the case. I will talk to people who I knew in college and they're like, oh, I thought you were just too big now to be our friend. And it's like, I, I never want people to feel that way, like, because that's just not mm-hmm. the case. And if you, if you talk to me for 10 minutes, you'll know that I'm still the same person that I used to be, if not just more like confident and like more myself, but mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm better than anyone. And I never want like someone who knew me and liked me before I had like a fucking blue check on Instagram. I don't ever want those people to feel like they're not important to me. And so like, I wanted to be there because I loved that school and I loved those people. And I think I just needed to be forced out of it once my boss left because, you know, she was like the last tie really. But once I realized I was like helping people by making videos and connecting with people in a different way, I felt really confident about my career. So. Yeah. I mean, listen, holy at shit. At the end of Yeah, yeah sorry. I just a lot. I just went really no, no, hard no, no, no. there for a second. That was no, beautiful. I, <laughs> I relate so much to that. It's not it's like making my heart skip a beat. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Gabby, but no, Kelsey, I don't ahead. know if you know anything about my background, but I was working in traditional mental health nonprofits for 10 years. Worked yeah. at National Alliance of Mental Illness, did that whole thing and kind of fell into working with Mad Happy and then started kind of consulting for brands on their mental health and destigmatizing. And I went from direct service work, managing a homeless clubhouse with my partner who still does that yeah. to kind of falling into this right at the pandemic when my partner then became a very essential worker on the grounds, helping people yeah. homeless with mental health issues. Yeah. And I'm like talking about optimism online and thinking I'm making a difference. Right. And it took, it was so much unpacking between the two of us of of like the scales of destigmatization and how you mm-hmm. make that difference. And like, just because you're doing direct service and I'm doing this way, doesn't mean that one's better than like, I had to work through that in such yeah. a similar trajectory. Yeah. I feel so mm-hmm. seen by your story. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's tough to go through. It's for hard. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's really hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Especially when there's social media attached to it, like you said, because yeah. then people project so much narrative of self-centeredness totally. kind of and and ego yes. when you're like, superficial. what if I'm trying like, to use it? Superficial. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. And no. it's like, yeah. what if I'm the one that's trying to like rewrite that narrative? Like, can't someone yeah. do that too? Can both things not exist? Like, Sorry, Gabby, I feel like I cut you off, but no, I, that's okay. This like was skipping a very valuable. So yes, yeah. I was thinking about you when Kelsey was talking, but Meadow and I have talked about on the podcast of how her and I, obviously, because of what we're doing now, social media is involved. And I've had a lot of resistance with leaning into social media because I never want it to feel there's part of me where I'm like, I don't want to do things that aren't authentic. But then there's a part of me of like, I know that there's this whole community of content creators and influencers that I do not identify with that like are really that, that do get the blue check and then think that they're better than everybody else. And so for me, by saying like, oh, I'm going to participate in social media, there's a part of me that feels like, well, then people are just going to think I'm one of them. And right. I've had to like we really- We about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've really worked through that, but I, it's yeah, like- I've dealt with the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the line of work that you're, like the type of social media that you are in, but it's like anybody that would meet you, like you said, or spoke to you for 10 minutes would realize that's just like absolutely not the case. And on top of that, like a lesson that I'm really- currently learning right now, like as in like this weekend was journaling the fuck about this. The way that I resonated with that was like, my sister has worked, well, she just quit her job and got a new job and kills it, but like worked for the government and like has been to the border in Mexico, like literally bathing children and like saving the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then like, I was like working at a magazine and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? But something that I've been working through recently that um, what you were saying brought up was like at the end of the day when we're living in alignment with who we are and with our identity mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. actually like radiating from that mm -hmm. space the amount of people that you help just by existing yeah. in happiness in the way that you are you can't even count so that expansive. it's not quantifiable it's so yeah. fucking expansive even you know take someone like Maddie you know who everyone on the podcast mm -hmm. knows and loves that like you know, left and has come back and left. But when she came back after leaving the oh, comments, wild. she wouldn't get one mean comment because yeah. people were like, oh my God, you're so happy. And it makes me you're so, so happy. Yourself. And now you're inspiring yeah. me right. to like right. be myself. And I feel like that's what your content does for people. Yeah, absolutely. Great wow. way to say that. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Love I think that. it feels like we all similarly have kind of found that and mm -hmm. it's nice to get to that place, but it's it's a journey. And it's not like you just get there and then one day everything's fine. Like I feel like it's very yeah. tumultuous and mm -hmm. you go through a lot of ups and downs. But yeah, it's crazy to even be able to kind of like be at this point now that I'm at because I didn't yeah. know that I'd get here, you know? And the cool Did thing too is like, oh, sorry. One more thing that I wanted no. to say about this so that I'm go passing ahead. it on. It just made me think about this too, because I talk about this a lot with my boyfriend because he's has like he's like Hannah Montana, like half an athlete, half like a nonprofit <laughs> boy. We always talk about like nonprofit work is. and the things that like we want to do together and ways that we can help the communities. And what's cool is that like you have these gifts of you're an incredible teacher and you're incredible with children and you're kind and all the things that go into being a great preschool teacher. And then you also have the like Kelsey factor of like you are who you are and have all these and can reach all these beautiful people and do all these beautiful things being able to combine those yeah. it's like you're mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. is something that like it's most people complete. don't like, ever get the on the opportunity to do and it's more complete and it's like you're gonna yeah. end up just helping I understand the resistance but it's like now that you're like in both I'm like seeing it in my brain and I feel like those like do you know those like yeah. Power Ranger memes that they're like coming <laughs> yes, together? Yeah, yes. like I feel like that's you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're just, yeah, it's just going to continue to change because even I heard you on your podcast talking about like still wanting to work with kids and like whether it was like you're reading at a library or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going to do something. Oh, come to my You mom's. are doing something great. And like, okay. yeah. Yeah. I my mom's an that. elementary school librarian. Really? So, yeah, you, oh my God. Yeah. Come, come down, visit me in San Diego. Come I hang out with her. I would love to. I would love to. She's that. a hoot. You'll get along great. I would anyway, Meta, what were you going to say? I just really no. I appreciate that though. That's what I. That's what I would. I would love for that to keep being. Yeah, something that I. I do. Yeah, it was kind of similar, Gabby, because I know Aaron and I have that conversation in an interesting way that I know you and Zoe have. I'm wondering if Cody ever feels the same way, or how the two of you support each other when you have those feelings brought up. You know, mm. he has been. It's funny because before he started this 
life, he was like a software engineer and was just creating apps and like working a regular job. So I think that we both like kind of connect in that way that like mm -hmm. this wasn't wasn't necessarily what wasn't we set plan. out to do, but like yeah. we're happy that we're doing it. Um, but he's been doing it longer. So I think that he can kind of, he can see from that other side, like what the point that I could get to if I just embrace it. And so like, he's mm. always been really helpful in like showing me that it's not that scary. And like that, even if it is scary, like it's so much more worth it to like try at something that scares you rather than just stay in the thing that doesn't challenge you. And he mm. is like, yeah, he's really, really good at doing that. He's always like pushing himself to do more and try new things and stuff. And so he's helped me a lot in that sense, for sure. Meadow just posted on Instagram, I'm not afraid to be seen trying. And that's what yeah, this that's is. my affirmation right now. I am that's not afraid really to be seen good. trying. That is not a good one. I love that. Because I kind of did this experiment with myself of just like flirting with the comfort zone and what yeah. that meant to me and then kind of like trying to transform fear and vulnerability into curiosity. So rather than mm. being like, I'm so scared going to this workout class, who am I going to run into? The, like, what's the possibility? Like, what can open up for me if I put myself out there? Like right. kind of just reframing it to be curious, yes. which is fun because that's also like such a playful inner child mindset. So I feel like for that sure. could be a cool tool for you too. I need to start doing that because that is like so helpful. And I feel like the times that I do like shift my mindset like that, or just, you know, get out of my comfort zone are the times when I'm the happiest and like I feel totally the best you know and totally. even like getting out of my comfort zone for me is like literally like posting on Instagram like the no, yes. shit it absolutely yeah. is yeah just eats away like you look don't this is stupid mm -hmm. don't post this well yep. like just like fucking ignoring that and like because that's mm -hmm. literally part of my job just jumping in and like doing whatever it takes to get to the next point in my life and to like I would to I would regret this so much if I didn't take this opportunity that I have now and like try to make the absolute most out of it that I could. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I think You're a like lot of times Yeah, like I see like I'm like, "Oh no, I I've, I've gotten to this point like that's good enough. I don't need to do anything else." But it's like, <laughs> "No, like just it's okay to be scared and it's okay to like push that boundary and keep being curious and keep trying." I think that's a great that's a great mantra. I'm going to use that. It's oh, a good please. reframe. It's a yeah, really good do, reframe yeah. for sure. I love that you were saying how Cody has been helpful for you because we talked about this, but I know you shared it publicly as well. I feel like I've listened to it on one of your many podcast episodes, which by the way, Circle Time is so good. Your theme song is it's so really fucking good. good. Oh my God. It's thanks. so funny. It's your branding. Meadow and I always send our yeah, the branding to each other. We're like, wait, oh my God. Thank so you. Wow. I appreciate yeah. that. It's really good. Thank you. You kill it on. On all the platforms. Also, you just hit a million subscribers. I did. Yes. <laughs> well, I know our editor K is going to do some sort of banner yes. for you for sure. <laughs> yeah. The most well-deserved thing ever. But what? Thank what you was so it like much. when you were pivoting? Because you, you, like I said, you were talking about this on your podcast before of being in a house with somebody who is already successful at something. Because you talked about the comparison. Yeah. That you had. And normally you're not living with that person. Right. You know, it's funny because that is so much all in my head or was. Mm -hmm. Like Cody could not be more supportive and excited for me and just all around wonderful. For me, it was like I was hitting, you know, these little landmarks as to someone who just started in this world, I would find myself like, you know, something exciting happening that to anyone should be exciting, like hitting a certain number of views or subscribers or whatever it is. And instead of like being happy for myself for those little moments, I would just be like, well, it's not that exciting. I mean, Cody, Cody just hit this or Cody just did that or like right. whatever. But he's excited for me every time. But it's more like of I course, was always yeah. like, I was always like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like, look what Cody's doing. And he's, he's, he's doing this and he's doing that. And I always found myself like comparing myself to him like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it definitely helps that he is always like, no, that take a second. Like, this is a big deal. Like, it's okay. Like, be happy. We're two different he's people. He's like, I had to hit that milestone first. Yeah. Too. He was yeah. like, I was excited when it. I did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And so I think I just wouldn't allow myself to be excited about certain things or be proud of myself for certain things because I would be comparing myself to him or to other friends of mine that have huge platforms and stuff. And I just would think like, oh, this doesn't matter. But I don't even know when that changed. I think I still kind of do it because it's easy to compare myself to the to my literal husband, like who is doing yeah. the same thing as me. But yeah. I maybe now that I recognize that I I need to allow myself to be more excited has let me be more excited for things. Mm. But that was that was just an internal struggle for sure that I still kind of I bet the meditation with. helped. The meditation yeah. does help with everything, honestly. It does. Okay, I gotta ask you too, because I heard you're dipping your toes into manifestation. So harsh pivot, oh, yeah. if you don't know, harsh pivot. we are big neural manifestation girls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wanna know like how'd you get into it? What do you do? What's your routine? Honestly, We're gonna give you our journal. Please. Oh yeah. Like I with I don't even know where to begin with the manifestation. I think lately what just I think I just, there was some shift where I was like, if you're saying this negative shit out loud, like that is what's going to happen. Like I just stop the bad. I just make sure that the stuff I'm saying out loud is Mm -hmm. the positive stuff instead of the negative stuff. And I just am trying to be more, at least, you know, when it comes to like me and my life and the people that I love and whatnot, Mm -hmm. like I just want to make sure that I am not inviting the negativity and I'm just trying to like release positive things around me and whatnot. You're like if I'm going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy, I would like (laughs) it to be positive. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't, I still don't really even know how that happened or what, what changed with that. I just. Meditation. Literally. Honestly, like it all yeah. goes together. Answer to all. It, it literally all goes together though. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It, does. it does. You start yeah. shifting your mindset in all these like small ways that add up that you're like, oh, what am I doing? I'm just creating this space to like yeah. keep playing with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The good thing though, I will tell you about manifestation is because I was like that too, Kelsey, where I was like, oh, I can't, I don't want to say bad things. And listen, while I am so with you of like, we need to be radiating that positivity and like not living in like a dark cloud mentality. When I really started like learning more about manifestation and we'll put you on to TBM, TBM Magnetic, Neural Manifestation. We've had them on. We're obsessed. Okay. We'll put you on. But when I started learning about that, like for example, I used to date somebody who was like a total doomsdayer when it came to manifestation stuff of like- I told my mom the story in the car the other day. You can't, like he wouldn't let me use the word don't. Like okay. I don't want something to happen. He'd be like, okay. you can't say that. Like oh, doomsdayer. Like That's intense. Yeah. It was yeah. really intense. And it's I'm like, just because it's, it's fear mongery, but I'm like, just yeah. because you put something on your fucking mood board, doesn't mean it's going to happen, which is why our journal's name is co-create because we co-create with the universe. So that was the, the, the one of the best lessons I learned with manifestation is like, you are not inviting anything bad into your life yeah, to happen. Yeah. And having affirmations and all these things are so powerful because what I've found through TBM is like the key to manifesting is really understanding like from a subconscious deep place that you believe that you're worthy of having the thing that you're trying to manifest. It's self-worth. Yeah. It's self-worth. That is makes, really what it that is. That makes sense for sure. Our whole our whole philosophy behind manifestation is it's like psychology meets epigenetics meets self-worth. Spirituality. See, it, it's I, really yeah. I love like that. grounded in like real mental health tools. Yeah. Well that's yeah. the thing and it's like, not fearful and it, yeah it's mm-hmm. which I, I think I that's like what I need because I feel like I get scared about things. Like I, right. I freak myself out sometimes, you know, when I don't need to. And that's a well, lot if you of have anxiety, of course. Yeah. 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 That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did you okay, harsh pivoting again, because now that we're talking about anxiety and this conversation's come up a lot of like the spiraling. Were you like that as a kid? Would you spiral mm. about things a lot? You know, I it I've I've realized now as an adult that I have been like that forever. But when I was a kid, it, it never like, it never got in the way so much to the point where like my parents even really realized, like Mm. I just know what I used to think when I was a kid. And now I'm like, Oh Mm -hmm. damn. I was like, I was anxious back then. I was spiraling back then. Like I, you know, had a lot of OCD stuff going on back then, but like, 
something I never, I don't think like exuded it enough to where like my parents were ever like, we should do something about this. Like, I just think we also it was didn't like, have the language for it the way we do. Today, I totally sure. agree with that. Like yeah. I 100% agree with that. And I, but I'm kind of like, kind of happy about that because I think that it, I am very much able to recognize what's happening now mm-hmm. and kind of like, could, like I, I do spiral for sure, but like, I know that I'm spiraling. I know how I can like talk myself down. And I think like, had that been cradled too much as a kid, Mm -hmm. I think I wouldn't have the tools, like the self, the tools that I Yes. The self-soothing tools that I have now that make things, like just make things easier to deal with. Yeah. Oh my God. By the way, I'm so excited because you two will have babies before I do most likely unless <laughs> there's a full oops, but I can't wait to have the conversation of like gentle parenting. I, oh my God. I can't so, you know. wait to, I'll come back on when I'm a please mother do. and oh, please. talk all about it. I mean, like I can't, I know that this is what I was unpacking. Like I can't wait to be a mom. Oh, you yeah. know, you are, you're going to be the best mom ever meant to be a mother. Thank you. I do feel yeah. like I was you like are born mom. to be a mom. Yeah. You but are mom. Yeah. I am mom. Uh, and I'm excited. It just is like, it's so weird when that, when that part of your life starts to be real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so, yeah. I feel like I'm like a baby still. Like sometimes when I'm like, Oh, oh this yeah. is my husband. I'm like, by the way, I'm almost 30. Like, I'm not like no, 20. Right. I'm, not, I'm allowed. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's okay that I'm married. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's allowed. Yeah. It's allowed. And it feels, yeah. I just got engaged too oh at the God. end of last year. Thank you. Congrats. And, but it's, <laughs> thank you. It's just, no, it's the same thing though. I'm like, every time I say fiance, I feel like I'm playing pretend. Yeah, no. Literally. Hus- husband it's is so, so fucking weird. weird. Every time I'm like, husband I, is weird. I, I stutter yeah. like every time I'm yeah. about to say it. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, but it's great. Also because I, I oh, feel like fun. men in like straight relationships, I, you just hear like wifey so much or like this, that it's like right. that rolls off the tongue. Yeah, that's what Cody always says. He's yeah. like, wife is like easy to say. Like I, it's, yeah. husband just husband feels like, I'm like, I've seen it all. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. husband, you know? Yeah. Husband Build is very chain. intense. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said one time, like the first like random stranger that I ever called Cody my husband to was like literally a girl I had never met. We were like standing next to each other at a party. And she was like, so who are you here with? Like, she was like bored. She just told me that yeah. she was 20 years old. Like we were like, should not oh. have been in the same room. And, and she's like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. so who are you here with? And I was like, oh, I'm um, my husband. And she, <laughs> and she literally like, like laughed out loud. No. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> no. And I was like, yeah, no, I know that was weird. To hear. Um, <laughs> You're like, yeah, I mean I'm it though. A decade older than <laughs> yeah. you, so it's normal actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like such an uncomfortable interaction, and I was like, we got to get out of here. Like we. <laughs> so, oh my god, Meta, oh that's gonna god. happen to you. Yeah, no, it's it, totally going to happen to me. Because I think also I have to tell you, I, I, I also either in a podcast or a YouTube video, we have like very weird similarities. I was with my fiance for five years. He told me he was going to propose to me at the beginning of the year. He, he proposed to me right. on December 23rd. He what literally the fuck took is all, up with like, that? Yeah. We have like a very similar. That is, yeah. Like, when I heard you say that, I was like. Mine did it too. So yeah, I got it. God. And someone, not because not because he didn't want to. Like thank I heard you. someone say to you. Yes. No, so no, no, no. Up. He was planning. He, Ever heard of it? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, planned. mine wasn't. You know what he no, did? Literally. He literally found out on Thursday. Oh, I have Friday off of work this week. All right, bet. I'm gonna propose to Meadow. But see, I got that's one also, week left. That's what I'm you gonna know do. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's but it's also, also so sweet. Us. Oh, there's guys, a cat. You got a cat. Oh, there's a cat. Yeah, you he have a cat. To join. Hi, what's your name? His name's you guys, Brisket. I got... Brisket. Shut the Sorry, fuck up. my Spotify went off, heard. so I don't know what you said for the past 30 seconds. I was it's like, okay, we're really talking loud about Afrobeats in my ear. Okay. A brisket. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Oh my just... God. <gasps> your cat looks at you the way that Mahal Meadows' dog looks at her. Oh, I should bring Mahal. 
Oh my god, I should bring take my her dog. out of jail. Wow, I know I'm recording and, and like my the, thoughts. The only <laughs> you can <could laughs> use one of my pets. I have plenty. Thanks. Okay. Dress rehearsal oh, for babies. okay. I have one more thing I want to ask you. Yeah. Oh my before god. Before we wrap please. up, when we were talking about Meadow and I love inner child work, and we were like, "Wow, we're having Kelsey on. She oh. literally used to work at a preschool." Did yes. playing with kids? That sounded so weird. Did playing with children <laughs> as a teacher legally as part of your job? <laughs> yes. Clarify. I was fingerprinted before I worked there. Yeah. <laughs> to clarify the way that, that just came out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, did your work as a teacher with children help you with like any inner child healing? Do you do any activities oh, that you did yeah. with the kids that you like now do on your own? I, you know, I think when I was, when I was teaching full time that like the whole like inner child thing, like movement that's kind of happening now right. was not a not thing. A combo. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so I think unknowingly, yes. Yeah. I also think like my podcast kind of helps with that because I'm doing yeah. childlike stuff, like the questions I'm answering Circle and time. stuff. Yeah. Are questions that I would have asked. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Are questions that I would have asked kids and, you know, kids can answer and they yeah. kind of do bring out like that side of things. But I think that just being around like kids and, I, that's why I always loved teaching was because children are just so warm and like loving towards everyone and mm -hmm. curious and not afraid to be curious. And like, they're just, they, they love everyone and everything and they are just little like sponges, you know? Yeah, and yeah. so like, I think just, I think being around kids every day, like helped, helped with the, helped my inner child kind of not even heal. Cause I don't think like, I think I had a pretty. Like have nice, a seat at the table. Yeah, yeah exactly. Table yes. Other people. Yeah. And like to, to, it, even if you don't feel like you need to like heal your inner child, I think just to like acknowledge that your inner child exists and like, to yeah. just like play, like just be a kid again, like helps. Mm -hmm. Instead of just everything being so fucking serious all the time, you know? Yeah. Just letting like it's the just not youth... that deep. Exactly. And like remembering mm -hmm. that and letting that side come out definitely helps your inner child for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. a not so hot take, hot take, like acknowledging your inner child and playing and doing all that stuff, like it's it's no wonder that people, myself included, feel so misunderstood so much of the time. Because we're just not even like being authentically who we are because our inner child is inside of us like fucking screaming, trying to come out. But we're like, shut up. That's not cool. Yeah. And I like, think it's like your joy. Ourselves out. Yeah. It's your joy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think like something that kids do so well is just like love the things that they love and yeah. yes. they listen to the same songs one million times and they, they're, they don't know that you should because you shouldn't. They don't they are not embarrassed to love whatever it is they love and be whoever they are and wear whatever the fuck they want to wear. And like that gets so lost as you get older, but yeah, like totally when you can just embrace the things that you like and do whatever it is that like, you know, deep down makes you happy. Like you will be happier 100%. And, and frankly, it's cooler to kind it of is. have that dynamic. Like I yeah. think, sorry to interrupt you. I think about no. my fiance. He's like, seems cool and dresses well and whatever. And then you're like, oh, you learned how to play magic, the fucking gathering with a client once. And now you <laughs> yeah. like go to the magic shop and play all the time. Like it yeah. doesn't fit who he looks like. And it makes him so much funnier and more well-rounded. And yeah. it's just like, that shit is fun. I like, totally who cares? agree. Like I, yeah. I very much like have always, and maybe this is from working with kids or whatever it is, but like, I just don't think that you, like, if you like something or you want to wear something, like do it because that's the only time that you're going to feel happy is when you're like actually doing what feels most you. And mm -hmm. if you keep trying mm -hmm. to do things that are just for other people, you're not, you're always going to feel like something's missing. Yeah. Kinda yeah. Said I better myself. And on that. 
What yeah. a bar. I'm like, with the, what a bar, mic drop, we're yeah. done. Kelsey, thank you so much for doing this and for this coming so on the fun. podcast. This was so yeah. much fun. I could do this for hours. Thank you so much for having me. Please come me. back. I would I love to come back invite. any, any time. Oh my Yay. gosh. You guys and have to just... come on Circle Time. Oh, we would love that. Say less. We would love to. We're going to get Meadow's booty here. Well, she comes Record a lot. Person. Meadow comes here. Yeah, I'm whenever. I'm like, Perfect. Done. Schedule. Yeah, let's figure it out. Pop right, right. over. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Well, I love you guys. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.